right, welcome to Birdland Tonight, the only fan-driven Baltimore Orioles post-game show. Of course, tonight is not a post-game show. We're recording a little later because of Easter. Easter made it tough to record at whatever time the game ended, around 6 o'clock, thanks to Easter dinners and all that type of stuff. So Birdland Tonight is all about you, the fan, as many of you guys know, but we keep getting more listeners, so I'm going to keep doing this every week. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all under the name Birdland Sports, over on Instagram at Birdland Sports B-A-L, because I can't get the guy to give up the proper username over on Instagram. Anyway, go follow us on all those things. Hit the little notification icon so that you get notified when we go live. But it's real simple. Most of the time we go live immediately after Oriole games. It's going to be tricky this week, and we'll talk about this week's schedule a little later because the Orioles head out to the West Coast tonight, tomorrow. I don't know when they actually left, but we closed out the series in Baltimore today, and let's start with talking about that. So, um, your Orioles are now 3-6, and six, and it's crazy that we are 3-6, and six, bottom of the AL East, but exciting to talk about right now because all... But one of our games last Sunday have been close games. And that's obviously a, obviously a surprise. Last Sunday, we lost 0-8. to eight. So that game, we had a run differential loss of 8. Total for the season right now, in the standings, we have a run differential of minus 9. That's how tight the games have been. That the Orioles games have been just that tight. One, we're talking one run, two run losses. And then a big win today as they beat the New York Yankees 5-0. to zero, uh, Shutting out the Yankees, sending them back to New York, and taking the first series against the New York Yankees. It's pretty amazing. The Orioles always seem to find a way against the New York Yankees. I don't know if it's that the fact that the Yankee fans come down to Baltimore, that they... <laughs> that the Oriole fans get a get a kick out of everyone calling us uh, Camden Yankees South because the Orioles always find a way. Since September 1st, 2020, the Red Sox, Rays, and Blue Jays have clobbered the Orioles 53-15. to But the Yankees, during that same period, have only gone 16-13 and versus the Orioles. And this weekend, of course, they lost two out of three. The Orioles always find a way to beat the Yankees. And it was a lot of fun this week. And, and you want to have some fun? Go on Twitter and look at Yankee fans because they have been losing their minds all day with how, the, how they have been beaten by the lowly Orioles. How they've been beaten by the team with a payroll less than one of their players. And how they talk about how the Orioles is more like a, I saw one great one, about how the Orioles seem like more of a money laundering scheme than an actual baseball team. But they still lost to the Orioles. So it's an exciting time to be an Orioles fan. And where do you, you guys hop in the chat. As I mentioned before, this is fan driven. So hop in the chat room and let's talk. Let me know where you want to steer this show, what you want to talk about. I want to start this out with talking about Bruce Zimmerman. Because Bruce Zimmerman pitched five more innings today, scoreless innings today. He gave up four hits, got six strikeouts. And he walked two guys. And if you remember the last outing Bruce Zimmerman had, he went four innings because, again, they're moving, they're letting these pitchers go less and less because of the short and spring training. He went four innings 
and gave up no runs. So nine innings so far this season, Bruce Zimmerman has pitched, and he hasn't given up a run yet. That's pretty incredible considering that last, last start, that four-inning start, was the first time Bruce Zimmerman has ever had a start where he didn't let up a run. And now he's done it two times in a row. And it's not just Bruce Zimmerman. Bruce Zimmerman only went five innings today. Behind him, we came in Batista. And I've talked on here many times and over on 336 about how Batista is my favorite player to watch on the Orioles right now. And he's continuing to dominate. He went one inning, walked a guy, struck out a guy, no runs. Dylan Tate came in for an inning, one strikeout, no runs. Lopez came in to close out the game with two innings, two strikeouts, no runs. Five runs for the Orioles, zero runs for the Yankees, and that's the way it ended. Uh, And the Orioles got all five runs in the eighth inning. It seemed like it was going to be one of those games where Cortez for the Yankees, Cortez pitched a great game. The bullpen let him down again, just like the bullpen let the Yankees down on Friday night when Chapman walked in the win and run. So either way, the Orioles bullpen held it together. The Yankees bullpen did not. Orioles scored five. That was all let off. We talk all the time about this game about RISP about how the Orioles are horrible at risk with runners in scoring position. They were 7 for 80 or something ridiculous today. No, it was 7 for 77 for the season. Well, today they went 3 for 9. So huge, way different percentage. We're talking from 10% to about 30% today. Uh, And the big hit came with Rogador at the plate, a guy who we all question why he's even on this team and is he ever going to do anything to help this team. A guy who is bad in, let's see, 200 for the season. Um, As far as I can remember, that might have been his first hit. Let's see, how many hits does he have? He has two RBIs, so clearly it's his first RBIs of the season. And it is he has three hits this week. So, not his first hit, three hits. Rogador, big, big knock that allowed Mountcastle to score and Mancini to score. And then the Orioles kept putting on the runs and getting some more hits to get five runs in that eighth inning. And once the Orioles scored five runs, you knew we were in great shape. Five runs in the bottom of the eighth. Pretty confident that Lopez was going to shut that game out and the Orioles were going to get out of it. Did I know the Orioles were going to get a shutout? No, because I don't even count in on a shutout against the Yankees when we go into the ninth inning. I, you just never know with the way this Orioles bird land, bird bullpen is. The bullpen is the word I was looking for. This Orioles bullpen has frustrated me so much last year that it's really hard to trust them this year. We saw that yesterday when the Orioles bullpen seemed... Like, Bauman coming in was going to be great. Then we had the hailstorm. And uh, then we had to go to Lakins. And momentum really shifted after that hailstorm. you got to wonder if that hailstorm didn't come, if the Orioles would have had a chance to get the sweep. Uh, But either way, it's what you got to play with. And the Orioles did great today. Still some issues at the plate, though. The risks, big improvement. Three for nine now makes you 10 and 86 for the season. So with runners in scoring position, a good game. I really hope the bats come alive as they head out to Oakland, though, because we have still have a problem at the plate. Today, the Orioles had 16 strikeouts. That includes Austin Hayes striking out three times, Owens striking out three times, who Owens 
Let's pull up how many plate appearances Owens has had. Owens has had seven at-bats so far this season. He doesn't have a hit. He's got a whole bunch of strikeouts, but no hits. I don't know how much longer Owens can stay on this team when we know. Oh, this is great. He did get three walks. I forgot about Owens did get three walks. So you would say, okay, he's got some plate discipline. But those seven at-bats I mentioned, those led to seven strikeouts. So I think Chris Owens might, I'm kind of, I guess they're going to take him out west with him. If this continues, he might not come back from the road trip with him. Because there's guys in Norfolk, like Richie Martin, that could fit this mold a little better. And maybe hitting the ball a little better. And maybe you don't need the flexibility of a Chris Owens on this team. Maybe you need an extra outfielder. Maybe you need an extra pitcher with the fact that John Means is now down. That's going to put more strain on your bullpen. And you really don't want to strain your bullpen too much when they're playing this well this year. As we go through the – let's just look at the lineup today. Hayes got one hit. It took him five at-bats to get that one hit. But he got the one hit. Uh, Mountcastle got – Two hits tonight. Mancini, no hits, but he did pull in two walks. So you'll take that. Just get on base. No hits for Santander. No hits for McKenna. Mullins pinched hit for McKenna and didn't do anything. Uh, Torino's came in, got a walk, which ended up scoring. So you got to give it to him, but again, no hits. Odor got the big hit of the night with the two RBIs. Gutierrez. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got two hits, so you got to give it to Kelvin there. And then Mateo. Got three hits. It's his first three-hit game of his career. So good job on Mateo. Pushes Mateo's batting average up to 267. And uh, it's one of the highest batting averages on the team right now. Mountcastle with a 278 is in the lead. Nobody's got a three currently. But again, it's all about the pitching. And the pitching, pitching, pitching is why this team is winning the games they are. And let's talk a little bit more about the pitching in just... 20 seconds. I was pulling up the stats about the Baltimore Orioles pitching staff, and not just the bullpen, but the pitching staff as an entirety. Because if you go over to MLB.com and you search for team pitching stats, 
here's how it goes. Number one team, this bullpen and starting pitching, the San Francisco Giants. Two, Los Angeles Dodgers. Three, New York Mets. Four, the New York Yankees. Which is interesting because we just saw the Yankees struggle a lot this weekend. But number five is soon to be the story in baseball. Right now the story is that number five can't stay in that position. That there's some fluke going on. Sure, they were playing the Rays and the Brewers and the Yankees. Sure, they, those are all really good teams. But there's no way this team can be that good at pitching. It just doesn't make sense that number five in all of Major League Baseball is your Baltimore Orioles. Number two in the American League is your Baltimore Orioles. And that's based on ERA. The team ERA right now for the Orioles is 3.04. For many years, we have prayed to have one starting pitcher with an ERA of 3.04 or lower, or just a below five. So the fact that the team ERA is 3.04 through nine games is unbelievable. It's just, and they hit, they they forced more teams into double plays than anyone else. They've given up. Some of the fewest runs. They're 25th in the league for for runs given up. For home runs, you know how many home runs the Orioles have given up? I'll give you a clue. They're the best team in the AL East. They're tied for the best team in Major League Baseball. They've only given up three home runs out of nine games. So I'm not saying this is going to stay, that this is going to stand. But I feel like many times I've had to, like, manipulate these stats to try to pull out anything positive about the Orioles. But right now, the team whip of 1-2-9 is great. And the whole... All right, so the Orioles are 3-6. and six. That has nothing to do with their pitching staff. That is 100% about the bats and the fact that the Orioles are not hitting the ball. And we had a tough schedule with the Rays, the Brewers, the Yankees. I'm really curious to see what happens when we go out to the Oakland A's. Oakland is now 5-5. Five and five. They've played 500 ball. Better than us, but they haven't faced the teams we faced it. So we get four games in Oakland this week. Uh, 9.40 start on Monday. 9.40 start on Tuesday. 9.40 start on Wednesday. So get ready for some late night baseball. Thursday we get a little bit of a break with a 3.37 start, which is prime watching the Orioles when you get home from work time. And then this weekend, we go back to the late night, 9.38, 9.07, and a 4.07 game as the Orioles finish the road trip out in L.A. against the Angels. So, it's all set up for you. We got four games with Oakland, a team we can hopefully take advantage of. If we pitch the way we've been pitching, if our bats can come alive, those are winnable games. This weekend, it's L.A. L.A.'s a great team. It's late night baseball. We're going to stay up because we get to see Shoei Itani. I'm not saying the Orioles are going to win any of those games, but we get to see Shoei Itani. And if the Orioles can continue what they're doing, then who cares? That's all that matters. Is it, It's still, you get to see one of the greatest stories in baseball with Shoei Itani this weekend. Early in on the season, so he's not hurt or anything. He should be in good shape. I imagine he's going to be pitching one of those games, but I haven't looked at the Angels rotation yet to figure that out. But 3.04 
ERA. Second in the American League, fifth in Major League Baseball. That's the story about the Orioles right now. But there's a big but where it comes on top of John Means moving to the 60-day DL. If you follow Dan Clark, he's saying that John Means is out for the year. There are no sources or facts behind Dan Clark's assumption. He likes to go out there and tweet things as if he's a journalist and tweet fake things that he guesses on so that then uh, three weeks from now when it's real, he can retweet it and say that he was first with the story when he made it up today. That's not a real tweet. You should go report that as misinformation if you're over on Twitter because Dan Clark does not. There's no special news in Australia that he knows about John Means that the Orioles haven't released and the Orioles are keeping quiet. John Means is on the 60-day DL. John Means is getting a second opinion. John Means may not pitch again this year. But may is different than facts. We don't know what that means. What we do know is that John Means is on the 60-day DL. And the Orioles are going to have to figure out how to fill his role. We've got great guys in the minors with Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, Kyle Bradish. Uh, Mike Elias has been pretty clear that he's not ready to bring those guys up yet. But does the 60-day change something versus a 10-day DL? Let's see what happens. If the Orioles go on a great win, a great streak over in uh, on the West Coast, does that change something? We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I don't think any of it does. But I know that all those three of those guys are pitching great in Norfolk. So I would, if I was Michael Elias, if I was Brandon Hyde, I'd be really tempted to see what they can do up with the big boys. So, I don't know, short show today. I felt like we needed to get out here and we needed to talk a little bit after the Orioles swept the Yankees. They got their first, not swept, sorry, got their first series win as they shut out the Yankees. And give you a little update on what Berlin tonight's going to be doing this week with the West Coast games. So here's how we're going to do it. Monday is easy. Monday, the game starts at 940. We're going to give you a pregame show. Kind of. The pregame show is going to be, we're going to let Section 336 take over Birdland tonight at 830 on Monday, which will lead us straight up into the 940 start. So come on over. It'll be on the Birdland tonight feeds. It'll also be on all, I'm sure, Section 336 which is me, so I know it will. We'll put it up there. But join me and my brother as we do our show, Section 336, in the Birdland Tonight feeds. So all you guys have a nice pregame show, and we can all build up some excitement for the late-night baseball game tomorrow. After that, we got a 940 game on Tuesday. We'll do a little pregame show, and we'll talk a little birds before the game starts. We'll kind of recap Monday night game, talk about it on Tuesday before the game starts. Wednesday, we have a 9.40 start, so we will do the same thing, pregame show style, talking out before the game, maybe a little shorter, but either way, we'll be here to talk about the previous game and what we're looking forward to that evening. Thursday is a 3.37 game, so for 3.37, we will do the post-game show, and then this weekend is TBD. We'll see how it goes. Friday, Saturday night, 9.40 o'clock, 9.40. Shoei Otani and the Angels, I might want to stay up for those games. I'm planning on staying up for those games. I'm thinking I'm going to stay up and be wide awake enough after those games to do a little post-game show at whatever that would be, 
1, 1 30 in the morning. I think we're going to go ahead and stick with the normal post-game show for this weekend in L.A. But Monday, Tuesday, pre-game shows. Wednesday, I just said pre-game show, but then I'm looking at my personal calendar, and that might not happen. Thursday, back to post-game show. That's going to be the plan for Birdland tonight this week. Plenty of Orioles talk. Make sure you're following Section 336 as well. As If you haven't checked out that show of mine, you'll get to see it tomorrow right here on the feed. All that's great. The Orioles are 3-6 and six, with a big losing record, 3-6. and six, But somehow they're more exciting than they've been in the past couple years to watch. So enjoy that. Enjoy the West Coast trip. Enjoy the late night baseball. Enjoy going to work tomorrow and reminding everyone that the Orioles took two out of three from the Yankees. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.